0: Super excited to be with you all today. Uh, Happy Sunday and happy day 312 of the Faith Led Business Podcast. We are moving through November quickly and we are ready. We are ready to serve. We are ready to do what we need to do. Today we're going to be talking about scattering and sharing and what that means as a faith-led entrepreneur. What that means as someone who has dedicated themselves to a different way of life, to a different way to work their business. And this won't be long today, but it will be short and sweet and to the point because God makes things to work with ease when we decide to let him Uh, take over and let give our brains a little rest. Give our brains a little rest. Today, actually, before we even begin, I want to share with you because I've been sharing with you guys all of my my journey throughout this whole year. And um, some of the things have happened behind the scenes that I haven't really told you about. And I apologize for that because I'm so used to, and this is kind of Funny how um, some of us who. Have perfectionist tendencies Uh, we don't usually share all of the behind the scenes but the truth is that in the behind the scenes is where God works and his transformation happens and amazing things happen so I do want to share with you guys something awesome um, that happened actually this morning you guys know that I I participated um, yesterday was the last day of that seven-day fast in case you guys missed it it's happening again from December 1st through December 7th. So I will let you know when that starts again. Um, But one of the top things that I had in my fast and just being totally honest and transparent with all of you was to restore and reestablish God as the center of our family. And you would think, well, Monica, aren't you out here? Um, all the time talking about God and, you know, it seems like your family is in pretty good shape. Uh, why would you ask that as your very first thing, um, on your, on your list <laughs> of the things where you want to see God work? And it's because while, um, God has been moving me through this, uh, through this journey of re-encountering him, um, it has been a little bit more on my side than the rest of the family. Or it has been more me being involved with you guys than actually even being involved with them. And so I've had moments of like, oh, yeah, I got to go and show them this. I've got to go and do them this. But my tendency is to always come here with you and do it first. Isn't it funny how all of the like aha moments and the breakthroughs and the different things that happen to us. We come and we share with our audience, but we don't build the bridge to bring it into our family as well. So this morning I said that's, you know, I felt this deep uh, prompting that that needed to stop, that needed to stop because that was one of my prayer points during the fast. And so I spoke to uh, Jared, my husband, Jared, and I said, we've got to do better. We've got to do better and not only better, but we have to do this together. It can no longer be me or you separately, but we need to do this together. And so he agreed, and we were able to say a prayer together. And in that prayer, we started off with, um, because he was like, well, how do we do this? (laughs) And I said, well, I'm just going to go through the same steps that we did through the fast. I said, let's start our prayer off with repentance. Um, You know, asking for, you know, being deeply sorry about our lack of focus on the right priorities in our marriage, in our relationship, um, in our family. And then the next step was um, forgiveness, asking God for forgiveness and asking each other for forgiveness. Because I remember when I first started the conversation this morning, um, it it started out like, well you do this and why are you telling me about this if you do that you know it like and I could see it ramping up and I'm like, oh no 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 no, no, let's put a stop on this right now. That is the enemy because he sees where this is going and um, and I said, no, this is in general because God is very black and white. Either we have him as a priority or we don't period period. We have them as a priority or we don't. There is no middle ground. And I said, I don't want our children to think back on us and not say that they didn't get their example of what Christ looks like in their lives, a living, uh, breathing relationship with him on the day to day. I don't want them to point to someone else other than us. And so we made that recommitment. We forgave ourselves for the things where we have failed, both as, as partners and as, um, you know, in our marriage and as well as in, um, you know, in our family, also forgiving ourselves for mistakes that we made in the past. Um, you know, and, and then moving forward from that. And then the next thing that we did was we praised God. We praised God not for what he's going to do but for what he's already done because we need to change our form of prayer and i'm going completely off of what i was going to talk about but i feel like god is asking me to share my behind the scenes to see if that will help you as well and we started praying and praising god praising him for a reestablished marriage, for a, a family who loves to praise and worship God, for a family who is responsible, for a family who is bold in the way that sh- they show up in the world unapologetically, uh, you know, being a testimony for Christ. Uh, we thanked him for building already new habits in our lives. Not asking him to please do this for us. We were praising him and thanking him for already doing it in us. See, if we don't act that way, if we don't come off with that mindset, we're still going to think that we are in lack. And we are not. Because he can change things in one second. And I believe that with all my heart. That he can change you, your circumstances, your health, your finances, your pains, what wherever it is, that leak that is happening in your life. He has the ability to change that in one second. And in order for us to walk in that blessing, in order for us to be in alignment with that change, we need to walk as if. We need to walk as if. Just like when I was talking a while back about the CEO of IBM and they were asking him, how did you take IBM as like their first CEO? How did you take it from 900,000 to over a billion dollars in such a short amount of time? He said, I sat down and I thought about what does a million dollar company look like? What are the different things? Where do we want to be? And then he also said, I need to act as if that's already happening. So that the habits that we form, the things that we do are in alignment with the outcome that we want. And so it's the exact same thing for prayer. You thank him because he's already doing it in you. And your brain is like, oh, wait, what? Did I just hear you say this is already done? Did I just hear you say I don't have to work for this? Did I just hear you say, I don't have to build any resistance around this change because it's already happened? And then all of a sudden, it just starts to happen. It starts to flow out of you. Your words are different. Your actions are different. And you're able to walk in your true identity. In our case, as a family and as a marriage. And so praise God today, today, this morning, that has been reestablished. In our home. And I'm telling you, fasting and prayer works because that was my first prayer point on my list that I had during this fast. And look how quickly, look how quickly, it's not always going to be quick. I'm not expecting things to happen like this, but look how quickly God is able to move in our lives. I thought there was going to be resistance around this. And there was a little at the beginning. In fact, in the middle of Jared praying, guess who walks up with a really bad bloody nose? Zach, our six-year-old. Right in the middle when he was asking God for forgiveness, when he was like ready to lay it all down before his feet. Isn't that just like the enemy to come at the exact time to distract you? Because you are wanting to build a closer relationship with your father. And so I took Zach into the bathroom. I gave him the Kleenex. I put the cold, you know, thing on his head. And I sat there and I like, out loud, Zach was probably like, what's going on? Out loud, I said, I see you, devil. I see what you're doing. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. This bloody nose is going to stop right now because we have work to do. And guess what happened? I said, Zach, let me see your Kleenex. And, boop, it's gone. It's gone. See, we need to be, we need to be so aware of what is happening. We need to be like hawks. (laughs) We need to be astute. To intercept the enemy when he knows good things are happening. And that is how we armor up. That is how we basically, uh, that's how we live. That's how we live our lives. Seeing, Seeing what is in the moment, but also seeing the bigger picture of what's going on behind the scenes. I want you all today to ask God to give you an open door to the behind the scenes. Because see, when you're able to peek back there, you're able to know what to pray for. You're able to know what to rebuke. You're able to know what to allow into your life and what to disallow and say no more. And so I want to encourage you all by using this example. It was so perfect. I I was already predicting that something was going to happen with the kids in the middle of this. I said, this is too good. It's too good to not come without an interruption. It's amazing. It's amazing how predictable the enemy is. But when you are a step ahead of the enemy, guess what? It's no big deal because you've already got it covered. See, this is how you live an effortless life. This is how you live an effortless business. Because you are one step ahead. One step ahead of that next downfall That you could go down but because you are connected to the holy spirit he's nudging you in the right direction he's telling you where to go how to do it how to speak and i just love 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 i love that he is so willing to let us see that part of this he is so willing to let us be active participants, be co-creators with him here in the world to bring his glory and bring testimony to the goodness. So I wanted to start off this podcast just with that example so that you can see, and like I said, I'm going to be sharing more of the behind the scenes because I feel like it serves you more than me wanting to come out and just not share it. And so I, I am committed to that now to let you know what happens in our home and from now on how we will be attacking that, how we will be either rejoicing in what needs to be rejoiced and how we will be rebuking what needs to be rebuked and how we will be growing, growing that muscle because it doesn't happen just like that. You, you practice it. You have to be willing to speak it. You have to be willing to say it. You have to be willing to call it out. You have to be willing to make it um, to make it real and make it part of your lifestyle. Okay, so woo. Okay, I wasn't expecting to go that far in it, but I wanted to share that testimony because it is so 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 important that our families see him as a priority. See, if your, if your significant other, if your spouse or your family, if you aren't married, doesn't see that your business holds a bigger mission and you don't tell them that and you don't invite them to participate in that, you will always get resistance to it. And I know that many people will start off a business and because they spend so much time in it, And away from their family, the family starts to resent it. And automatically, it's this, you know, like you're hitting up against a wall constantly. And you're having to kind of sneak in your business. And you're having to make excuses to your family about your business. And then vice versa. And it's just, that's not the way for a business to be run. It isn't. Priorities are priorities, and your family is always going to be your priority. He gave them to you first before your business, and so we need to be willing to let them participate in the bigger picture of your business. It's not just ooh, we're gonna uh, you know make money to pay the bills or have extras. It's this is a ministry. This is a mission. This is a life assignment. Do you, let me show you the bigger picture of what I see in this. Because when we're willing to share that with them, then they're like, oh, or you may still get resistance, but then it can't be because you didn't tell them and you didn't share. Then you go into prayer and you fight for them. You war for them because they, the enemy is blinding them in the moment to that bigger picture. See how it works? So there's never a time for you to be in despair. There's never a time for you to be in worry. There's never a time for you to be, um, you know, in, in arguments. Because you know who you are going against. You know what you're up against. And you go and you battle there. There's been a lot of talk this week about battling, hasn't there? That just came to mind. We've been talking a lot about armoring up and going out and battling. But honestly, I think it's if we don't have the ability to do that, just like soldiers, they don't just throw them out into the battlefield. They spend time, weeks, months in training. They need to be trained to know where to move, how to move. There's a strategic plan. And in the same way that the enemy spends so much time strategizing over your life, over the life of your children, and how to distract them, we need to be willing to spend the time to strategize as well. And the best way to do that is through prayer, because your general, your CEO is going to tell you the next move. Where to be where you will always be in the right place at the right time. That's how he works. You always end up being at the right place at the right time. And so, uh, I just thought that was a very powerful testimony. Um, Our family has been reconciled with God now, starting with Jared and myself. Recommitted. And now... I was telling him, you know, we can each do this individually, and that's fine, and that helps. But when two or more come together, watch out. Watch out. And that doesn't have to be with the spouse. That could be with your best friend warring together. That could be with your children warring together. Watch out, because there is force there. That is why I love this fast so much because it was a community prayer. There were thousands and thousands and thousands of people on the line and you could feel literally Holy Spirit moving, moving big. And so um, today the topic, and I'll make this really short because I spent most of our time talking about my experience this morning, but it's about scattering and sharing. It's about scattering and sharing it's the question of are we spending time with the wrong people are we spending more time with the wrong people and let me explain what that means as sowers of the seed of the word of hope of transformation of light into the world are we spending more time sowing our seeds with other people who also are called to sow seeds? Or are we going out into the land that has not been sown? Where are we spending more time? Because the truth is, it's nice to feel acknowledged. It's nice to feel in in unison that you have a similar belief. It's great to feel that that camaraderie when you're at church. We're all praying for the same thing. We all have the same beliefs. But the truth is that the church is just the place to power up. And if you don't go to a four-walled church in your prayer closet, wherever it is, that's the place to power up. But you're given that knowledge, not for you. You're given that knowledge so that you can be equipped to go out And scatter and spread that and share that in the world through your business. And so the question is, where are you spending more time? Are you spending more time in the comfort where everybody says, yes, praise God, and I love this song, this worship song, and we all just feel good. God is not calling us to feel good. He's calling us to go and do the work. He's going us. He's calling us to go and plow the fields. Toil the land. Do the things. We can't spend all of our time feeling comfy over here because it makes me feel better about myself when your job is not about yourself. The job that God has given you is not about yourself. It's about those who don't know him. And that is what our job as faith-led entrepreneurs is all about. It's about scattering ourselves, being willing to scatter ourselves in places where Jesus would not be known or seen. It could be literally up to you. It could be literally up to you for that one person in your sphere of influence to know Christ and to gain their salvation. And so today he's calling us all out of our comfort zones. It's like no more here. No more here, where it's nice and comfy and warm, and we feel loved, and we get the hearts and the likes and the, and the comments and the go-for-its and all of that. That is uh, that is all about self, right? How many people are having like mental meltdowns because of social media and the whole like and not like system? See, that's all about us. And he's saying, we can't let it just be all about us. We need to scatter and share. We need to be willing to go the extra mile where there are people who know nothing, who know zero about Jesus. That is our mission, to go out. But in order to start your mission, Out there and be bold and brave and courageous enough to go out there you need to start at home are you brave and bold with your own family how can you be willing to go out and be brave and bold in the world where people don't know you and not be willing to be brave and bold in your own family We need to be willing to have that leadership, regardless of if they want to follow along or not. But it is our duty to speak it. It is our duty to be the example of it, to live it. When Zach walked by before he told us about his bloody nose, because he came in and he saw us and he said, Mommy and daddy, what are you guys doing? Are you praying? And we said, um, yes, Zach, we're praying. And he said, oh, that's cool. And then he walked out. And then we got to the point where we were asking for repentance and forgiveness and all those things. And then he walks in with a bloody nose. The distraction. So it starts here so that we can get built up in the way that we need. So that we can have the accountability that we need to then power up and go out into the world and scatter and share. Does that make sense? There is an order to things. And sometimes we're not scared to share with the world, but we are scared to make that pattern interrupt in that generational stopping of that relationship with Christ. Now is the time for you to break that pattern in your family's generation. That is your calling today, to break that pattern in your family's generation. It will no longer look like the past. It will no longer reflect the past. It will no longer carry with it the pain of the past. He makes all things new. And from now on, from your generation on, and your children's and your children's children's generation, that pattern will be stopped because you decided it would be done. Because you declared it into your home. Because you drew the line in the sand for that. And he's saying you can do it. He's saying it's not as scary as you think. When I was talking with Jared about this, um, he was he was looking at me. You should have seen him because he has like big eyes. And his eyes were like open really wide. It was so cute. I'm like, you look like one of those little puppy dogs in the cartoons or those little kitties. <laughs> and I'm like, why are you looking at me like that? And he said well, what does this mean? <laughs> like, what are you going to make me do? What, what, uh, uh, what is this about? And I thought it was so cute. And I said, oh, it's very easy. I'm not going to make you, you know, do backflips or anything. We just need to pray. We just need to ask for forgiveness. We need to repent for where we've been. And we need to be willing to move forward. That's it. That's it. And so Jared is the most amazing guy I've ever met. So I'm sharing more than I probably should, but here it goes. And he's always been a person who serves. He serves his family. His family's always first. He grew up around faith. His father is a deacon in a church. He always had that. He was homeschooled until high school. And so he always had that close, family-knit, faith-based thing. Yet he says that he never had that experience. And maybe you guys can identify with him as well. He never had that experience of like feeling or hearing God specifically talking to him. And so that's why when I came to him and I said, we need to do better, we need to be visible to our family in what this looks like. Because he pray he's always prayed but it's always just kind of been him in his space and his time probably just pleading to God asking him for whatever. And he said he just he's never felt all the things that I've explained to him that I've been feeling. And we each have our own unique individual way of experiencing our faith, experiencing that, um, that journey, right? And we need to be respectful of each other's different ways of experiencing God. But I told him, honestly, the only reason why that has not happened is because of the way you've been praying. You've been praying, God, please, please let me see you. God, please, please um, do this. Help me do that. Change this, change that. And I said, you need to change that. In the same way that I told you a few minutes ago. It's thank you, God, because I see you working. Thank you, God, because I feel your heart i feel the palpitation of your heart in me thank you god because i can hear you speaking to me tangibly thank you god because in any moment now i will see a visible manifestation of you saying yes my son i see you i acknowledge you i love you keep moving forward Thank you, Lord, because I see you working and moving in my children and my wife and all of the things. You are amazing, Lord. There is nothing that can stop you, not even my doubt, not even my hesitation, not even my apprehension. Thank you, Lord, because you just keep showing up and showing up and showing up. And even when I turn and walk away, the moment that I return and see your face, you are still there. Who does that? Who does that, Lord? Everybody else would have walked away. Yet we turn around and we don't see no one. We see you. What an amazing God you are. What an amazing God you are. I told him, if that is the way that we start praying, trust me, you will not only feel him, but you will see him at work. You will see him at work. And so we did. We prayed that way. And all morning, that's why I got on a little later here, we made breakfast for the kids, we've been hanging out. There is a different environment. The environment has shifted in such a small tweak, but it is the tweak of all tweaks. (laughs) It is the, the ultimate form of faith, of proving, of proving that you believe because you are speaking as it is so. As God said, I am who I am. We are who we are. And when we speak that way, we are acknowledging who we are in him. And so I believe that when we start here, in this way, then we're able to go and scatter and share. Does that make sense? I think that's why God had me bring this up. Because we need to start somewhere. We need to start in that place. We need to have that uh, that foundation set, so that we can go and scatter and share so that our own usually in our family when one of us is down the other one will always be up that's how it's worked over the last 11 years if i'm down he's up and he helps lift me up if he's down i'm up and i help lift him up to where i am and so that is how it works but if you're not working on the same level it's a little more difficult And it's okay if you don't yet have that same support. You guys all think over this whole year that Jared has probably been already doing these things with me. But that wasn't the case. That wasn't the case. He will now. But see, you still act as if. It's not a farce. It's not that I'm being fake and I never claimed that that was the case none of our families are perfect but you as the instigator of this as the faith-led entrepreneur it's on us to be the ones who propel that who push that who encourage that in your children in your spouse if you have a spouse In your family wherever it may be is on us because you can't unsee what you have seen you've already seen too much you've seen too much you can't go back now (laughs) you can't say oh yeah God I saw you do this big thing and then turn around and do the opposite I already had that experience it doesn't work it's not fun It's not fun to claim one thing and turn around one second later and do the other thing. There are repercussions to that. And so as faith-led entrepreneurs, here we go. These are the first steps. These are the first steps into our 2021 that are going to be extremely, extremely powerful. So let's go ahead and let's pray that God will... Open up our willingness to see the mission field that we need to work in and give us the dedication to start at home and to build up that strong faith at home so that it's very easy to have it overflow and scatter into the fields that do not yet have any fruit. That's what he wants of us. So. Father God, we just thank you and we praise you for what you are already doing in our families. You are turning their hearts that are hard and cold into beating, warm, amazing hearts of flesh. Lord, we are so excited about what's to come, about the doors that you are opening. We are so expectant. To see what you have right around the corner for us. We as believers, we are those who will stand in the front line, praying and singing your praises. Knowing that the victory is already ours, it's already yours. And so whatever comes our way does not dictate how we feel. It actually makes us dig in our heels deeper in our trust in you, knowing... That you do not lie, knowing that you are faithful, knowing that you see our businesses as a tool to scatter and share. And so, Lord, today we rededicate our personal lives so that that can overflow into our business life and make it something that no one has ever witnessed before. That we automatically change the environment of those places that we walk into that may be called darkness, but we will bring the light with us and make us willing to go into those places instead of staying comfortable where we are now. You have called entrepreneurs to consistently be growing, stretching themselves and expanding. And so this is just another way to do that, Lord. And we thank you for the calling. We thank you for the strength that you'll give us to do it and you are giving us to do it. And we are just excited tomorrow to report back and tell others of the miracles and wonders that you are creating in our own lives. We thank you, Lord. We ask for your hedge of protection over each and every person listening today. We ask for your divine healing over each and every person today. Anyone with stomach issues, we ask for your healing over them today, Lord. Anyone with neck issues, we ask for their healing today, Lord. Anyone with sight issues, we ask for your healing hand to be over their sight so that they may see not only clearly, but that they may see you in the middle of it all. We rebuke the enemy at every turn, at every corner, and we declare that we have the ability to see and discern when he is present so that we can, with the authority that you have given us, banish him from all the areas that touch any parts of who we are. So we thank you, Lord. We are expecting an amazing day in your name, Jesus Christ. Amen. All right, guys. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you. We are, um, yeah, we're learning a lot these days and I'm very excited about it because these things are essential. They are essential for the work, for the work that we need to do in 2021. Essential. And so go out, start praying that way, start talking that way, start being that way. This is a way of being. And you will see that you will not only be the one who's able to bring your family with you and your clients with you, but others who are waiting for a leader like you to show up as well. So have a fantastic day, everybody. If you are not yet part of my tech squad, um, I send out little reminders of when I go live and such. Please send me a message, just say hi, at 408-539-9611 and I will reply back to you and, um, and yeah, we get to have conversation and communication off of social media. So uh, sometimes we need that little break uh, from, uh, from the negativity or from whatever it may be. So this is a great place to hang out and hang out with me as well. So i will talk to you all soon have a fantastic day great job everybody who's learning their bible verses if you have not yet um if you're not part of the faith-led business builders free group on facebook every uh, week we are learning a new scripture verse and um to memory committing it to memory and the members who have done it are going live in the group sharing their verse and um and once a month i do a drawing to see who wins a really cool prize so uh if you want to be part of that feel free to go to the faith-led business builders group and i will see you there have a fabulous day everybody talk to you soon bye